Greetings, Christian Faith Baptist Church, disciples, saints of the Most High God. Welcome to our Bible study. And again, for those who may be the first time this year joining in, Happy New Year. Um, and today is the 17th already. So <laughs> time mm. is just flying Fly. by. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Yeah, we are we are grateful to the, to the Lord that we can gather in His presence with the, the people of God. Um, I, before I I pray, just right. I just want to see if anybody recognizes this. The Lord's our rock; in Him we hide. A shelter in the time of storm. storm. Secure whatever ill be tied, a shelter in the time of storm. It goes on that, oh, Jesus is a rock and a weary land. A weary land, a weary land. Jesus is a rock and a weary land. A shelter in the time of the storm. Amen, Pastor. I just wish somebody would testify that God is a shelter. No, we're we're here for Bible study, so we're in first. <laughs> I think everybody on here would get a testimony about the Lord. <laughs> we're uh, first First Peter chapter five. But before we dive in, let's uh, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you, Lord. Yes, uh, just for another night to uh, be in your presence, to be with the people of God, the saints of God. Yes. Uh, we pray now that your word would um, be settled in our heart, Lord God, that we can stand firm in your word, empowered by your spirit, that we can grow in grace. We will use uh, your, your word to be a blessing to somebody else to carry the good news, Lord. But again, we just thank you for the people of God as we gather in your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uh, <clears throat> thank you, uh, Reverend Krepsack. I'm not sure if she's on, but Reverend Krepsack for leading uh, Bible study on last week. And again, for You're Reverend... Welcome. You're welcome. Oh, there, there you are. <clears throat> and uh, Reverend Tripp for stepping in for prayer last week. I had a long um, doctor's appointment got back a little later <clears throat> from Durham so I needed to rest <clears throat> so thank you for for stepping in um, God bless you. thank you thank you I appreciate it <laughs> yes, sir. We, we call upon the Lord so we are going to uh, go into our study tonight and we're going to we are going to pick up at uh, verse 5 and uh, see uh I do see, uh, Brother Lloyd, are you are you uh, on and able to to read tonight? Yes, sir. Okay, so if you could read from First Peter chapter five, beginning at first five to the end of the chapter. Okay. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but give grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, 
Cast in all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversity, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in faith, knowing that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who call us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, established, strengthened, and settled you, to him be the glory and the, and the dominion forever and forever. Marcilius, our faithful brother, as I consider him, I have written to you briefly, exalting and testifying that this is the true grace of God in which you stand. She who is in Babylon, elect together with you, greet you, and so does Mark, my son. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to you all who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you for reading those scriptures. And um, as I normally do, I'm just going to ask if there's two or three things in that section from five on um, that have that stood out to you um, in this last <laughs> few uh, verses of chapter five. I like the uh, chapter uh, verse five, which said God's opposes the proud. Because when you proud yourself, what you're saying is that what you put the position that you're in, you do it yourself, and that's not true. Hmm. So, okay, uh, that's good. That's good. Anybody I like else? The part that says, uh, "Who uh, you who are younger submit yourselves to your elders." Mm. All right. One more. Clothe yourselves in the humility which of God so that um and resist the proud. Okay. So so for whatever pastor we got to include number verse seven though. <laughs> Casting all your care upon him. <laughs> But he cares for you. Amen. Uh, so, I I would have been very surprised if that verse did not come up. So thank you, uh, Brother Lloyd, for making sure uh, that that one. And we'll we'll get down to uh, talk about that uh, shortly. So this is this is this is a the the last part is going to be the farewell. Um, I just want to make sure that uh, I cover this in case we don't get to cover it near the end. Because if you read down at the very end, um, it talks about she who is in Babylon, who is likewise chosen, sends you greeting, greetings, as so does Mark, my son. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up, because it may just seem like a simple greeting. But remember, this is the same Mark that uh, Pete, not Peter, rather, Paul, you know, they had a contention between Paul and Barnabas, you know, that you know, Mark wasn't Mark wasn't ready yet. Mm -hmm. But here he is later on. So again, you, 
never give up on anybody. So it, it took a Barnabas to mentor, and here he is um, assisting uh, Peter as and greeting the saints of God. So thank God that uh, God never gives up on us, and sometimes he sends someone along to mentor us and encourage us along the way. So if we go back up to verse 5 and even before that, because um, we are getting wrapping up the end of this particular chapter, but I want to do some quick review because in this section, when we get down to it, it starts off with dealing with you who are younger. And uh, Deacon Spaulding captured that in her comment. But what 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 has happened since chapter two of first Pete of first Peter, beginning at chapter two, it was talking about different groups of people and how do we live out our faith and in and, and those different groups. So the first was in chapter two was submission to government as well as submission to uh masters. So it's living our life in in the world and how do we how do we live out our faith in the world? And the first one was how do we act in a government in our life and how do we act in terms of where we are in our employment. In this case, they use the term masters. And then chapter three, it was about the husband and wife relationship. So it's giving guidance on living out our faith as husbands and wives, submission and honor. And then in chapter four, it kind of paused and, and really focused on Christ's example. So how do we do all this? We follow the example of Christ. And then just recently in chapter five, he's talking to elders and leaders and that they are to be willing and eager. And so how are you living out your faith in the midst of what is one of the main themes that is talked about in this letter? What's one of the main suffering. themes? Suffering. In the suffering. midst of suffering. Suffering. So while you're going through Wherever you are and whatever your position, whatever your title, it's a living our faith before the world and still remaining steadfast, still remaining faithful to the calling that we have. And then it goes right now into those who are younger or the younger ones. And it would be easy to uh, maybe kind of just think of that, the younger ones being like maybe youth, uh, but it's really, there's the elders, which are the more senior. So it could be anyone, it could be millennial age, it could be older, but anyone who's not an elder, those who are younger, that's giving some guidance on how to live out their life, how to live out, well, maybe I should ask, or maybe declare that we are of those younger <laughs> We are of those younger ones. And so the, here's the instruction as we're hearing this to the younger one. What is the instructions that he gives to the younger ones? Humble ourselves is one thing um, with humility. Okay. And, so and, we are to submit to the elders. There we go. Mm -hmm. Submit to the elders. I want to read that verse again. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject 
That's what the translation here is, or submit to the elders. So that's one of the first things that it says is to submit. Uh, and I don't want to just uh, go right by that word uh, because submission is very powerful. Yes. We see this in so many areas of our life. And so if you were to go back to some of the letters of Paul, especially in Ephesians, even Philippians, that word submission occurs. Look at the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. Submission occurs. What, what's one of the greatest um, representatives of that? Not my will, but thy, thy, will. thy will be done. So as we as believers embrace uh, the mindset of Christ, submission stands up very highly. So through Christ, through the writings of Paul in various places, talks about submission and that we have done a study on um, the the letters or the epistles of of John and while he he does not uh, use the word uh, submit so to speak but he uses the more the word love and so that aspect of love comes out very strongly to love one another and he even says, love one another and lay down our lives for the brethren. So this submission, which means to place oneself under. I want to repeat that. Place oneself under. under. And so that's, that's, I want us to, to, to grab a hold of that. So, so since that submission occurs so much in, uh, that not only the biblical text, but in the life, the teaching, it's one of the values that are held in high esteem. It must be because it's repeated and modeled over and over again. How does the dynamic of submission influence the way we react to one another? How does the uh, dynamic of submission influence the way we react and act towards one another. And you can, whatever scenario you think about, whether it's in the home, whether it's in the church, whether it's in the office space, neighborhood. So what, how can submission or how does the dynamic of submission influence, impact uh, the way that we react to one another? Pastor, one thing that stood out to me is that it says all of you clothe yourselves with humility to want one another. So that means that the the young should submit, but then the, the elders should carry themselves in such a manner that the youth and everyone else will want to um, interact with them and be submissive. So it's a two-way thing. The elders, the elders share their experiences about life and what they have learned, and they do it in a manner so that the youth will want to learn 
from them. Okay. Okay. So you who are younger be subject to the elders and then all 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 y'all, okay? All right. So again, how does submission because if that's going to help our relationship, what what impact does that have on our how we relate to one another? Brings to mind the the idea of mutual accountability. Okay. God has placed that in the body that which every joint supplies is important. It's important that we receive from one another and give to one another the gifts of God that are placed within us, so that that will help us all to come into a greater maturity in our relationship with Christ. But without that accountability and submitting to one another in humility, as we are part of the body, uh, then that won't happen. We won't grow. We won't mature. In the very about also, also, I think that it it can be used through not making quick judgments. Okay. Initially, yeah. and uh, to uh, give people the the ability to complete their sentences or. Okay. Whatever they might be doing bef before you jump in mm -hmm. and don't try to do that, but to listen, to listen. So it's going to help us <laughs> being better communicators. That's right. So that we can be uh, develop the skill of listening to one another. So that mm -hmm. that takes some time. So. In that, I just want to make sure that this is not just some concept and it's a good word. This right. has to influence the way that we live our life. And it says, and how we help to do that is clothe yourself with humility. 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 So there is a commercial. Okay. I think it's, yeah, it is capital one and they asked the question what's in your wallet <laughs> okay you've heard the commercial so i'm going to borrow that but change it a little bit i'm going to ask the question what's in your closet what's in your closet because here it says clothe yourself with what Humility. 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 So you go into your closet. You're going to put on humility. Does it fit you right? Hmm. Good question. That's why I asked it. Does it fit you right? <laughs> How does it look on you? You put it on, you, you ask, how does this look on me? What does Looks it look good. like? When you put on a military pastor, I take a that you're humbling yourself mm -hmm. to the things in Christ Jesus. Not only as, as say, when they speak of elders, I take that word elder. I don't take it lightly because, you know, I could be a babe in Christ just learning about Christ Jesus. 
And there's a younger man in the church who knows more, a lot more than I do. So I have to humble myself to an understanding of the way, a way of living humbly for Christ Jesus. Amen. Clothe yourself with humility. So um, tomorrow when you're picking out your, your, your clothes, just maybe remember that I need to also clothe myself with humility. How can I humble myself before the Lord and before one another? How can I humble myself before my spouse? How can I walk in humility? Because in humility, we are just trusting God that we, because it says here, we don't want to walk in pride because God opposes yes. that. Yes. So we want to walk in pleasing to the Lord. Yes. Pastor, okay, Pastor. Makes me think. Oh, go ahead, Gwen. No, that's okay. No, 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 no. I my older sister. Humbling <laughs> herself. I was, <laughs> there you I go. Was, Okay. <laughs> I was just going to um, reflect, Pastor, on your definition of um, submitting, and that is place oneself under. And under doesn't mean that you're putting yourself in, in a place where others will put you down, but you put yourself back and put the needs of others before yourself to make sure that what they need is uppermost in our minds and hearts. That's being humble. Rather than put ourselves first, we put others first, as Christ did. Uh, Pastor, if I could add something, because you know, in the New Testament, there's three words that can be interchanged with this word humility. You talk about gentleness. You talk about uh, these things. Now, I ain't gonna try to pronounce the word that's in the text, that's Greek for humility, because beyond the text, it can't pronounce. <laughs> I will read it because I think it clarifies what you were saying and what we mean when we say humble yourself, clothe yourself with humility. This is the definition from uh, the New Discovery New Testament. It says, quote, the um humility means the humble recognition of personal unworthiness before God and even before man, wife fellow member in the church, whatever. Not a false modesty, but rather a accurate self-perception. It is the opposite of inner spiritual pride, arrogance, or inflated ego. Mm -hmm. Yet it does not involve self-rejection or poor self-image. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, we can kind of think we, we want to give a, my image is poor. This is not that kind of humility. Yeah. That's it's right. just recognizing I, I'm not worth anything just like, and that's why I humble myself because by the grace of God, I am what I am. Praise All right. God. Praise Amen. God. And it goes back to uh, a scripture that uh, Deacon Spaulding shared, um, I think it was during prayer about uh, from Genesis 1, that we are, <laughs> we, we are all made in the image of God and all are are worthy of dignity 
and respect. Nobody is better than anybody else, uh, but we are made in the image of God. And uh, so that that's very powerful. And I, I want to just go ahead to verse um, six and si verse six, because it continue, goes back to use that word again, humble yourself. So this is something that we do, of course, through the power of the spirit. Mm -hmm. Humble yourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, mm. so that what? What's going to happen? He will lift us up. So what? But but make sure we get it. So that he 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 will when in due time. Ah, there we go. So mm. a. We don't have to worry about exalting ourselves mm -mm. Mm -hmm. because we're under God's mighty hand. We don't have to, you know, look for power and position that that's going to fade away because we're under God's mighty hand. Mm -hmm. But we also know as we place ourselves under, as we humble ourselves, not again with false humility or poor self-image because we're made in the image of God. But at the same time, we know that at, in due time, God will. Esther. Go ahead. I just wanted to add um, from the perspective of the young versus old, and, and this is a, a teaching situation. As a former teacher, and I'm sure other teachers know that even with children, um, there has to be, you You may know more about the subject than a child does, but without that mutual You froze up there. Yeah, I think you just froze. She did. Well, we'll hold that thought until <laughs> she, she come, they, they come back on. But, but that... I, I know that there was an important point that was being made about just the yes. elder and the and the young. Um, yeah, just that. Okay, there you go. You're back. Without the, I'm sorry about that. The mutual respect, even uh, as a, a teacher-student situation, like this could be with with the apostles and and the elders of the church and the people of the church who know, you know, who are knowledgeable and those who may be less knowledgeable. If you don't, if a person doesn't feel respected. Um, if there isn't a, a mutual respect, then you can't be heard um, very well. And then I saw Proverbs 15, 4, a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but a perverseness in it breaks the spirit. A family of gentle speech, a church where people speak kindly, an office with such conversation is like a garden of paradise where one would want to live forever. Yes. And um, I think that speaks, you know, to how we are to treat each other, interact with each other, uh, respect one another uh, and approach each other. Mm -hmm. So but, go ahead. Sorry. No, that go ahead. I, I'm done. I, I so I, I, I want to capture that because what what you just said, this is not theory. This is practice. Mm -hmm. This is not theory. This is practice. So we want to put these virtues, these godly values 
into practice by the power of the Spirit so that we would really be good ambassadors in the world representing Christ Jesus. So it, it takes that effort, that awareness that this is what God wants for us to live out this, this, this faith. And I, I want to go back to verse, um, at the proper time, he will exalt you because we don't know <laughs> how long that's going to be. That's right. But at the in God's timing, He will exalt. So, what do you do? What do we do while we're waiting? One thing that, this, that Reverend Smith uh, was sharing about having an accurate assessment of ourselves, and that accurate assessment can come only when we are in the presence of God in His Word. And the Holy Spirit is illuminating that word for um, to us. Jesus talks about in, in Matthew 6 in the model of prayer. He says, when you pray, but also when you fast. And if you look back, if you look back in the Old Testament, when it talks about humbling ourselves before the Lord, it's always prayer linked with fasting. And I know that personally, I don't really fast nearly as much as I used to. But that I feel that that is a lost art. And I say with all humility that I and we as the body of Christ have really not taken that, that grace that God has given us, giving up some of the spiritual, I mean, the physical pleasures or blessings that he's given us, not to earn anything, but to place our hearts and spirits in a position to receive from the Holy Spirit so that he can transform us with that humility that comes from being in his presence and yielding the flesh over to the Spirit of God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, because that is part of the practice or help us in the practice of humbling ourselves to as a discipline of fasting. So humbling us. Go ahead. Pastor, another thing that we do while we're waiting, we do the same thing that a waiter does. While we are waiting, we serve. Mm -hmm. and, and that teaches us to serve because Humility is just not a descriptive word uh, to identify, to attach to us, but it is a way of life because in the book of Michael, the question came up, what does the Lord require of you? And one of the things that God requires of us is to walk humbly before men. This is a requirement of God. So humility is a requirement of us so that we can please God. Amen. Amen. So while we're while we're we're waiting, I want us to go right into verse seven. Because now he's saying this is some things that you can continue to keep into practice. And this is where I believe it was Brother Lloyd that mentioned one of the things that we can do is to do what? Cast, Cast all on or Casting in our cares. continually casting our what cares. Our cares on him because he cares for us. So while yeah. we're in, because remember the bigger context was what suffering. Yes. Mm -hmm. So while we're going through this suffering, while we're walking in humility, while we're waiting on God, trusting God that we can cast all of these cares, anxieties, concerns, and give. 
casting what we're hoping for outcomes, all those things we're casting on the Lord. Why? Because we know that he cares. He cares. He cares. He cares. Yeah. Does these does Jesus care? Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. He cares. He wants the best for all of us. Does Jesus care? I'm waiting for that song. I know he cares. <laughs> Come on now. He cares. <laughs> yeah, so we know that he cares for us. Amen. That can be a challenge while we're going through and we're questioning. God, are you there? God, are you listening? God, I don't understand. All those things he says to do what? Casting. So when the, the, the concerns come back up and raises itself, then we cast it back on the Lord. Raises itself up again, cast it back on, on the Lord until as we continue to grow, casting all of our cares on him because we know that he cares for us. What else do we do while we're waiting? Verse 8 says what? Be alert and self-controlled. Be self-controlled. Vigilant. Be alert. Be sober. Be self-controlled. Mentally prepared. Mentally prepared. Amen. Watch. So, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Watchful is another. Watchful. Yeah. So be sober. One mentally. Mm -hmm. Having a renewed mind. Amen. Not clouded with, because part of sobriety is where what Paul says, be not drunk with wine, whereas in excess, where you're out of control. That's what that word self-control is. Mm -hmm. Now it's be filled with the spirit. So part of that is being spirit-filled, having a mind focused on the Lord, sober. Aware of your surroundings. Being aware of your surroundings. Be vigilant. Mm -hmm. yes. Keep a cool head. What's that? Keep a cool head is what the message says. Okay. Keep a cool <laughs> head. Heard it said, Have your head on a swivel. Have you ever heard that expression? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Be watchful. Yes. Not only for yourself, but for others as well. Others as mm -hmm. well. Because when you're vigilant, you're on post. Amen. And sometimes you have to sound the alarm. Mm -hmm. Alert the troops. Amen. That prophetic mm -hmm. voice that says, something ain't right. Trustees. <laughs> something ain't right. Sometimes you don't know what it is. Sometimes that's all you can say. Uh, something ain't right. Something ain't right. Go ahead. You know, Peter says in 113, therefore prepare your minds for action. And that mental part of our discipleship is so needed in these Amen. last days. Amen. So much attacking our mind, more information, mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I always think about the opposite of sober is being drunk, right? Yes. And the Black yes. Hebrew, as the Black National Anthem says, let us not be drunk with the wine right. of the, of the world. world. Yes, yeah, thank you. Forget you. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. If there's ever a time yeah. to be alert and serious and sober. Yes. We can't let nothing go. We got to be on, we got to be on point. We got to be on point. And there's a there's a reason for that. Why are we being so why do we have to have our minds right? Why do why do we have to be vigilant? Because there is an Adversary. 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 Enemy, the enemy, the devil, the devil, like a ruined lion. I know that many of you may have watched those, you know, National Geographic, where the lion is prowling, about, prowling about, and you mm -hmm. can, and you can see this, the what the lion does, or the cheetah, or whatever the predator does, they watch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do they look for? Weakness. They look for weakness. Opportunities to attack. Opportunities to attack. Yes, indeed. Stragglers at the back of the pack. Stragglers <laughs> at the back of the pack. Mm -hmm. yeah. The one who's drunk. The one. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have it. <laughs> oh. Doesn't man. have any kind of self awareness. <laughs> yeah. Have to watch out That's why in the Ephesians for us to also put on the whole armor of God. That's yeah. what that we be that's that's what's also in your closet. Mm -hmm. Humility, <laughs> the whole armor yeah. of God. And I, I had some other scriptures written down, but like if you go to Proverbs, it says, you know, you can accessorize, you know, mm -hmm. by adorning yourself. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that we can clothe ourselves. Focus yeah. here was on humility. But also the whole armor of God, and how do we do that? He's he's looking for someone. That's why we have to be vigilant. Hey, y'all, watch out! <laughs> yeah, because Amen. he is on the prowl. Some you know the expression is the dev devil is busy. Yes, he is. But mm -hmm. even though he's busy, God is over all. Oh, yes. Now go oh. over to First John. Greater is He that is in us Amen. than He that Amen. is in Amen. the world. And Amen. so that's why he says right after that, do what? Resist him. Resist him. He shall what? Flee. Yes. Resist him. But how do you resist him? In the faith. In the Get faith. Get faith. And go back to First John again. Faith uh -huh. is faith the victory that overcomes overcome the world. Comes the world. the world standing yeah. firm in the faith standing firm on the word of god amen pastor i know that this, this group is, this group is an exception but it's been said that we spend as much time in the word and in prayer and meditation as we do on tv and the internet and junk oh lord okay. what difference <laughs> okay, somebody, somebody said oh lord <laughs> this group oh, is exceptional <laughs> yep Mm. Resist him. So it's an, an active fighting. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't walk in the flesh. Don't compromise the values. Mm. Mm. Don't follow the pattern of this world. 
Amen. But also to know that we are, you are, we are not alone. Yes. And we're not the only ones going through this suffering. Because mm -hmm. that's what the devil, the enemy, the adversary would want us to think. Amen. For it says in here that um, an experience by your brotherhood throughout the world. That's not to minimize what you're going through. But it's also to give us a reality check that we're not in this alone. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Resist and if him. the devil, if the devil isn't after you, that means he already has you. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Amen. There's, 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 my, my mama used to say, if the devil ain't after you, that means you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. there's, there's a truth in that. And, and the reason why I'm hesitating is, is because it's a challenge. Those, those words are a challenge to us. It's, it's, it's not like we're trying to look for a fight. But at the same time, it is a challenge to say, if I'm not going through anything, am I really living out this? Because this world that we're living in, this is it's conflict. It's, it's going on. So I want us to take that to heart, not heart as in like a scriptural truth, but there is a truth in that, that we have mm -hmm. to recognize if we're floating through life and everything is good and easy, um, you know, what does that say about us as, I think it's Hosea, mm -hmm. woe to those who are at ease in Zion. In you're, Zion. E you're either ignorant or uh, you just, just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. So, because, you know, so, like something if, if, you don't know. Or you don't somebody, care. If yeah. someone is sitting on the, the sideline, you know, you just kind of like, you don't have to worry about them. Once once, once you and, and, and Dr. Smith mentioned this, I think it was, uh, yeah, on the first Sunday, I have decided to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. You make that profession, you make that pronouncement. When, you, when we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, those mm -hmm. are Fighting Amen. words. Yes, indeed. Those are fighting words, uh, mm -hmm. because there's, there's a there are kingdoms in conflict. When mm. we become born again, you automatically in the army. Yes, but there's there's there's, there's good news. Verse ten, and after you have suffered, how long? But wow. Wow. <laughs> and, and this translation said, wow. after you suffered a, a little while. A little while. So we had this in due time, which was kind of, you know, we don't know what that means. After you suffered a little while, we don't exactly know what, what that means, but it doesn't matter because the next part trumps all that because the God of all grace. Who has called you to eternal glory in Christ? I feel a shout coming on. Hallelujah. 
because he, how it reads here, will <coughs> him himself. Glory mm. to God. Yes, sir. What is the picture Story. there? He's going to do it. Amen. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Well, depending won't. on what translation you read, mm. he will perfect you. Hallelujah. He will establish you. Yeah. He yeah. will strengthen you. Yes. He will settle you. Yes. So all this suffering, this is a, a, a kind of going into like a benediction, a blessing, praise, mm. like the Lord's prayer. Amen. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. All, and then we get Amen. down to the praise in the last part. For thine is the kingdom. The power. And the power. And the, power. And the glory. Forever. And ever. So I want to read that again. He himself will restore, confirm, mm -hmm. strengthen, mm -hmm. and establish you. Mm -hmm. He will not let your foot slip. That's right. Mm -hmm. Jude said it like this. Now unto him. Who, who is able? Who is what? Able. Able. Able, able to keep. Mm -hmm. You from falling. From falling. Yes. You from falling. And to do what? To present. Yes, you. Wait, wait, wait. What did you say? To present you how? How could that be? <laughs> With all of our failures and foible, all of those things, Jesus, it's because of the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood yes. Hallelujah. Oh, and it says it right here: to Him <laughs> be dominion forever and ever. And ever. Whenever this, these forever and ever's come up, I always think of Doctor <laughs> Doctor Ballard. Cause that he would he would really uh, you know embellish on that forever and forever and ever and that's the eternal glory. So as we're going through, we have to remember that the God of all grace, He is gonna He is gonna fix it. Yes, He will. Can I can I, can yes. I say it? Won't He do it? <laughs> yes, He will. Yes, He well, amen. He concludes that final greeting. He talks about God's grace mm -hmm. and he talks about God's peace. Where do we start from? Grace and peace. And we include, conclude here, right here in the end of this chapter grace and peace okay. in the midst of all the suffering and going yeah. through. We have, we are sustained by the God of grace and the God of. Peace. Amen. 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 Amen and amen. Well, we're going to stop there. Thanks be to the Lord. Amen. I said amen. thanks be to the Lord. Amen. Amen. God is good. I just, I just got stuck thanks on that, that one part that thanks. he will himself restore. Hallelujah. He will himself. 
Amen. 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 Well, next week we are going to continue, Lord willing, next week we are going to continue in our study of Peter. We'll move into Second Peter. Mm -hmm. While the theme of um, suffering is not as prominent when we get into Second Peter, but there's a whole lot of things about last days and end times. And you know, there's some strong, strong language, but it's also some things about growing um, in the grace and in the mm -hmm. knowledge of our Lord and Savior. So it's a rich, uh, I think it's three chapters, rich three chapters um, in Second Peter. And that's where we're going to go to next as we continue our study um, in Second Peter, Lord willing, on next week. Amen. 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 Um, we are going to share. Uh,